You are listening to This is Oklahoma, hosted by Mike Hearn, telling stories of Oklahomans and those that have made it their home. Before we get into today's episode, I want to tell you a little bit about our current sponsors, uh, the Oklahoma Hall of Fame. As you well know, if you've been following This is Oklahoma, they've been a huge part of this podcast. So this podcast is presented by the Oklahoma Hall of Fame, telling an Oklahoma story through its people since 1927. For more information on the Hall of Fame, go to www.oklahomahof.com and follow them on Instagram for daily updates at Oklahoma HOF. Also for the podcast, a new sponsor, RCB Bank. Since 1936, RCB Bank has offered progressive products and a friendly service. Come in today to find out more about their loan promotion on new used refinance cars, boats, campers, and ATVs. Visit RCB Bank to learn more. RCB Bank, that's my bank. With approved credit, restrictions apply. Now, let's get into today's episode. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of This is Oklahoma. Mike and here, your host. Back with another episode down in Oklahoma City today with my guest, Don Kasparite, to talk about... I think just community impact um, and, and obviously a little bit about the business that you're in or mm-hmm. multiple businesses that you're in. But Don, thank you so much for, for taking the time of your day to come on the podcast. Glad to do it. I, you know, chatting here, you know, just a little bit. There's obviously a lot of, you know, a lot going on and I don't think we're going to get to all of it today. Um, looking, if you're watching the video, you guys will see the background of a lot of amazing pictures of wildlife. You clearly love to travel. I do. I'm sure you're looking forward to getting back on a plane somewhere um, whenever we're allowed to. Uh, but before we dive into, I guess, you know, the community and stuff that, that you know, the things that you and your wife have given back to uh, and family and business and stuff as well. Tell us a little bit about your upbringing. Where did where, you grow up? I actually grew up here in Oklahoma City. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife and I were both born at St. Anthony's Hospital and, and went to high school and uh, uh, grade school and high school here. And, yeah. and uh, I went to OU afterwards. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had both an uh, undergraduate and a graduate degree from there. Okay. So growing up, uh, brothers and sisters? Pardon me? Do you have any brothers and sisters? I'm an only child. Okay. So you were the special one then. Yeah. <laughs> and so was my wife, right. which makes it interesting. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that makes it very interesting. We're having that conversation with the father-in-law, I'm sure. Uh, so growing up then in Oklahoma City, uh, you know, what, what was high school like? What was going into college? Did you kind of have an idea what you wanted to do? What was kind of dad's business? Like, stuff like that. Well, I, I've always had an interest in art and mm. architecture, and then I evolved into to development. Um, I have a, my master's degree from University of Oklahoma is city planning. Okay. And I went to work for the city straight out of school, and I was in charge of, of uh, planning and zoning for Oklahoma City. Then I evolved to planning director for the Urban Renewal Authority right when the downtown redevelopment in the 70s was getting started. So uh-huh. that was... Very interesting time and, and yeah. very exciting because so much was going on. And uh, and I started learning a lot about the development business. Uh-huh. As that started winding down, I evolved into uh, my own personal development company. Uh-huh. What gets you involved in architecture at a young age? Um I don't I don't know that I mean that was just an innate interest yeah. that, that I had in in uh, art and architecture and so okay. all of those things kind of led me to where I am sure. and I, I get a lot of satisfaction about the creativity of 
of uh, of my yeah. development business today. Yeah, uh, did was was your father in, into property planning and development stuff like Not that? Really, my no? father was a was a superintendent for a semi-trailer manufacturing company, but he he had quite a bit of rental property. Okay, and so I was aware of that and keeping that up and doing that. So that yeah, I'm sure that had a big impact on that too. Yeah, and you saw property and, and real estate was was a way to go through seeing your dad having rentals and and being a part of that as well. Right. Yeah. So you go, go to go to OU. Was there any other choices on the table at that time, or was it, I'm always going to go to OU? Oh, that seemed the logical thing. I mean, they, we looked, I looked at other things, yeah. but that was the most logical thing. Yeah. So so you go to OU, you, get in, you, you graduate city planning, and you go work for the city right out of school. And like you said, that time, there was so much going on. Right, like that's that was a very exactly. exciting time for well, Oklahoma the, City. Well, the the downtown Oklahoma City was nowhere near like what it was sure. now, and the the power structure of the city, the major banks, publishing company, and all got together to develop downtown, downtown redevelopment plan, and there was a significant amount of funding available nationally for downtown redevelopment. And so, you know, that plan was developed, and you've probably heard the name I Am Pay, a mm-hmm. plan called I Am Pay plan was developed. And then shortly after that, I was asked to come over there from the city to, to kind of uh, yeah. shepherd some of that. So Yeah. Well, were you quite, quite young when they asked you to come over? Was there anyone in that position, or were you kind of one of the youngest people to be given that opportunity? Well, I was... Twenty-six or seven? <laughs> yeah, young enough then. <laughs> yeah, going in. You it, know. It, it was, I thought, a nice opportunity, and I enjoyed it very much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And gave me a lot of background for where I've wound up. Right. And at this time, are you married? Had you met your wife at that point as well? Uh, I was. Yeah, I was married. In fact, uh, my son was about a year old when, okay. I, when I went over there. Yeah. yeah, and and you, you know, you're going to work for the city, and you see that you have the opportunity to be a part of some huge change which people are going to see for generations and it sure. could lead to a lot of other things cool you know other other things too that that now we're looking at right you look back on years yeah. and years of things that yeah you know, I had something to do with that and one of the things i'm most proud of is the riverfront redevelopment authority we did a a uh, master Oklahoma city master plan yeah uh, following up a revision if you will of i am pay plan and we developed the uh, the riverfront project in that yeah and uh, and that was a long time coming about, but it did come about. And uh, I've been involved in, in that ever since with the Riverfront Redevelopment Authority. Yeah, and that's actually continuing now to grow into the yeah, extension they're, they're, of the park. Yeah, we're, and, we're adding different elements to it as yeah. time goes on. So. How, how far along are we like in the development plans that you have? Like, I'm sure there's plenty of other stuff coming, but sadly things take a lot longer than sometimes they're projected as. You know, we have the boathouse district and the rivers and, and everything that connects, you know, from the lakes and stuff that you added in the bike trails. Like, I love my bikes. So I ride from Overholzer down to, you sure. know, amazing trails that the city's done. Is there a lot more coming as well? Well, uh, there certainly will be. And, yeah. of course, the, you know, you, you have to sometimes marry the right hmm. uh, private project with public interaction. But but we're also in the process of, of updating things as time goes on. Okay. 
uh, you know, like the, the boathouse thing wasn't in our original plans, yeah. but an opportunity came along and so it got incorporated and, yeah. you know, it's a major part of it right now. Yeah. And they just added, is it the new indoor skiing stuff they've right. added and, and indoor surfing? And mm-hmm. I'm not very good at that stuff, but I've seen some great videos of it and I'm sure people oh, sure. will use, you know, take full advantage of that. Yeah. So back to, you know, you're 26, 27, working for the city, um, Take us there. What's that time like in the city? What's the vibe of the city at that time? Is it kind of exciting? What you know? What, what do you? Well, think and of course, that? I was I was very new to the business world. I just gotten out of school, so it was exciting and yeah. an opportunity to be involved in things that were going on, and in uh, a good steep learning curve, which was beneficial. Mm-hmm. And and then I guess that's part of why I was asked to to go over to the Urban Renewal Authority, and yeah. and uh, so I worked with then developers then, and so. Yeah. They were, in a sense, a mentor to where I wound up yeah. coming. Is there anything that were on the plans or ideas that never happened, but just exciting things that came really close to happening that would have... Well, what, yeah. and having and a rail car system was one of them, right? Kind of, me? Was it a rail car system? Did I see that somewhere in the history books that was potentially well, there, happening? There, there, been, there were talks of revitalizing interurban things yeah. that went on and... And of course, the streetcar thing came on and off two or three different times, right. which ultimately evolved. But uh, um, you know, you constantly have to reevaluate yeah. your plans because things change. The the original pay plan uh, involved a major mall in downtown Oklahoma City. Okay, as time evolved, that really wasn't the way cities. Right. We're developing, so we had to had to reorient some of that property yeah. for for other entities. Yeah, and then moving on, f- fast forwarding when you know we have maps happen, right? And the Thunder come to town, or it was it could have been an NHL hockey team, and uh, I mean all that's going on. You're in the thick of it at that point as well. Uh, very, a lot of it, sure. Yeah, what what uh, being a part of that planning and, and putting maps together then, and all that. I mean, bringing the city involved. Uh, you know, with with redeveloping buildings and, you know, what's that like? What, what, well, what it, was... it's fun, and I, you know, back when the the uh, arena was first built, uh-huh. we did not have a hockey team, and there were at that time there was thought of a hockey team and it, probably an NFL team. Yeah, I mean a, a NBA team, most likely was kind of out. Yeah, but you know, you it's a little bit of billet and they'll come. Because when that was there and ready, it's when Katrina hit New Orleans. And the Hornets came, yeah. And then Oklahoma City got an opportunity to take them yeah. at least for a couple of years while they were rebuilding New Orleans. And Oklahoma City became a pretty strong basketball uh, fan uh, city. So mm-hmm. that's how the Thunder kind Perfect of got started. Perfect timing, wasn't it? it just, Perfect you know, just kind of, you know, there's, yeah. there's some good luck for some when bad luck occurs other places. Yeah. Just, it was... It was Interesting, evolving time for Oklahoma right. City, and, and you've you, you've seen you know the likes of kind of the districts start to develop now, right? I mean, Br- Bricktown is is completely different to what it was back in the day. I mean, well, and, people and, talk about not even wanting to go near that place. Well, back and in the day. and uh, the Canal District was you know that that was all engineered for it. Uh, yeah. The canal goes down what was California Street, and there was a lot of people saying, oh, "Does that really make yeah. good sense?" But it turned out it was a pretty special thing, and it. It to a lot of people gave it kind of a San Antonio flavor with mm-hmm. the canal through there, so yeah, that 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 helped the area a lot. Yeah, so so you leave the city stuff and then you go off and develop your own side of things. Right. Why? What was the decision to do that? 
Well, um, the the redevelopment things were coming somewhat to a to a close. We're also very involved in the medical center. Okay. And some of those things were were uh, winding down. And I had done a few projects on my own while that was going on. Yeah. And it just the timing was right to make mm-hmm. that transition. Yeah. And. Uh, yeah, I've enjoyed it very much. It's right. always nice to kind of control your own operation, and so. Yeah, yeah, that's one thing that, and people listening might understand that too. If you if you have your own business, it's you well, never stop we, working, we but you also enjoy your time. Than, we do today. We do primarily industrial development. Okay. And we'll do probably more build a suit lease than we do build a suit sale. But sure. It kind of depends on on what somebody wants. Yeah. Uh, some companies don't really want to want to purchase it. They want to put their funds and growing their company right. and so yeah you know we can can design it and build it for them and and then build that into the lease yeah so was it you always wanted to go down the commercial route instead of following dad and going down the rental route with the houses well i mean we 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 did go down the rental route okay. but just with industrial properties rather than understood than residential yeah and i mean what what was dad's idea and, and thoughts when you started doing that what was he well i think he he, he followed it and was very interested in, yeah and uh that must be really cool to to have that like relationship with your dad and have like the shared and a very you know, close relationship with my father. Yeah, to have a very that, special man. that shared you know like have him as a mentor in in, in real uh-huh. estate and business and and you know grow a place that you've grown up in and have such an impact as real estate. You know, it's we mentioned earlier like you're building stuff that's going to be around for generations mm-hmm. and you know long outlive all of us uh, and just the the impact that that has. It's Heartwarming, isn't it? No, it it is. Yeah, and I really can't. I don't even have track of how many uh, projects we've done. I yeah, need to go back and count, but I yeah I can't say. So another thing, obviously, you know, that's that's primarily the business that you're in. But one of the things I want to talk about, which is your love of of kind of giving back, right? I know you're involved in the zoo and the arts as well. Mm-hmm. Where does that come from? Where does the love of animals and, and kind of just wanting to be involved in that come from? Well, I've, I've always been attracted to animals. Both sides of my family came in from the farming, ranching okay. background. So I was, as a child, around uh, cattle a lot. Um, but I've just always liked animals. Yeah. And so I've, I've been involved with the zoo for 20 years or so. Uh, Zoological Society, and also I spent six years on the trust, yeah, and had the opportunity to serve as chairman of the zoo, and I enjoyed that very much. So, I, you know, this city has been very good to me, and it's special. It's home. I love it very much. Yeah. So, I enjoy giving back. Yeah, M- many people in your situation that have developed uh, and and built a business and had, you know, the some people might have just gone, you know, what I'm going to build a house in Arizona and move to Arizona because that seems like the thing to do seems like you've stayed, and that's why you stayed, because you love where you're at, mm-hmm. and you have an impact, and your family's here. And Well, I mean, if, even if you take away my involvement from here, really, if you kind of assess, uh, assess the country, yeah. there are not a lot of better places to live in Oklahoma City right today. Yeah. It's a pretty special place. Yeah. I might cut that out. I don't want people knowing that. <laughs> yeah, you right. We don't feel some you don't want coming. <laughs> yeah, we'll keep that between ourselves. No, uh, but you're right. It's you know, there's there's so many things changing here. People are starting to realize that you know Oklahoma City is growing, and it it's not just growing for, for you know for commercial reasons or whatever. But people are moving here. You know, cost of living is great. The arts are growing here. I mean, it was voted I think recently as one of the best cities to have public murals in. 
Horizon, you know, the stuff like yeah. that. And then you bring the Omni in here and all the other development that's going on down there. Well, and today with with all the migration out of northern states, New York and Chicago and L.A., Texas and, and Florida being larger states get most of the publicity, but Oklahoma City yeah. and Oklahoma in general is getting uh, a fair amount of that. I mean, mm-hmm. housing market's tight, keeps growing, and so it's we're, we're at a very nice position. Yeah. And and bringing in big business in the in, you know you mentioned kind of in the in the commercial industry of real estate you're bringing you know Boeing's here and you're bringing in Google to Prior mm-hmm. and I mean just all these companies and you know we might get Tesla who knows but they did I think Tulsa just brought a, a new electric car yeah. manufacturing canoe, canoe that's right yeah. they're coming in um, you know it's uh, Milo's Tea just bought a new manufacturing facility in Tulsa, and mm-hmm. that's, that's the first time they've ever left Alabama is to bring here. And all these, I mean, it's it's happening, you know. And, and then you mentioned the movie business. In, in many that's ways, Oklahoma's kind of a well kept secret, but it's yeah. starting to to get exposure that it hadn't had before. Yeah, it's. I mean, people. That's why people are probably buying up land and buying up property now before mm-hmm. it goes skyrocketed, and sure. we end up like Denver or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, back to the zoo. When you know you have an interest in animals as a young age, you're working on a ranch. Uh, I'm sure you don't miss the ranch work. Well, I you know there are good and bad things about anything, yeah. and there's you know that that newborn calf out in a green fa- green pasture in the spring that's always special. Yeah, breaking ice in February never was. <laughs> yeah, the recent ice storm that we had. It's uh, yeah, I, mean, I, I was, didn't. Yeah, I, I also have a couple of farms out in the Deer Creek area close to my home, so okay. we raised cattle there for a while, but I haven't in several years. Yeah, that. Uh, I mean, I felt sorry for some of those ranchers going through the oh, ice was, storm. Yeah, was, they had desperate situations. And it was coughing season too, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, that's for everyone listening. Pray for your local farmer because they need it. Um, tell me about being on the board at the zoo and how that works. Because most people, you know, they've probably been to the zoo in Oklahoma City and, and the amphitheater. Where, but how does it work? About you know, you you bringing animals in or like, I have no, I have no idea how that works. Well, there there are really two aspects of it. I talked about the zoological society, mm-hmm. which I'm still involved in. That is kind of a uh, promotion fundraising arm okay. for the zoo. Okay. Then the zoo trust is the administrative arm of the zoo. Mm-hmm. So the, the 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 contracts and the the business that the zoo sure. needs to transact goes through that. Yeah. So, you know, they're, they're two separate, you know, of course, mm-hmm. the, the purchasing and the decision of what animals to buy, sell, or yeah. uh, whatever gets done by the staff. And then usually that gets, Understood. you know, it works its way through the administrative part, through the, through yeah. the trust. And, and through being involved with that, obviously, you know, like we mentioned, the pictures are on the wall behind us. You have, you've seen some of the world's best animals. Yeah, most of this is out of Africa. Yeah. Tanzania and and uh, yeah Botswana and places like that. Yeah, we've we've been on a few photo safari things, and I have some really special friends that I travel with, and so it's yeah we're, we're working on one now, another one hopefully. Oh, good. Within the year. So, uh, where, so where is that? Is that going back to the same similar places you've been to, or well, somewhere else? It, Tanzania is particularly from a safari, safari point of view really special because the concentration of animals is so strong. Okay. And it's, you know, you've heard about the wildebeest migration, right. and that's very, very strong there. And that's an overwhelming thing to, to, to see. To see. Uh, can you kind of view it? Are you in, like, the back of a Land Rover when you're seeing that? Or well, can you help fly fact, in helicopters? I've, I've said and several times you can be in a, in a uh, Land Rover safari wagon yeah. 
and you can look to the north and see wildebeest as far as you can, to the west, to the east, to the south. I mean, it's just, it's, you can see it on TV, but it's the overwhelmingness. Of the ground shaking really, and everything. It's really overwhelming. That's, yeah, I mean, it's like a scene from Lion King, right? Like it's, but in real life, and, and, you know, there's a photographer that I, I've mentioned on the podcast before. He's out of the UK. His name's David Yarrow, and he takes kind of very good photography, and it's mostly black and white, sells it as fine art. And he's done some great series about being in, in you know, in the safari and just sending out a camera, yeah. and he's got it on remote, and there's elephants walking well, by. Well, and, and too, if there's that many wildebeest, then the uh, yeah the lions and and leopards uh, and and uh, it's feeding time, isn't it? Yeah, I mean it's yeah. it's a it's a buffet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, so. what's um, to that point? What's any of the other you know? great experiences that you've had from traveling and seeing animals and being out there is there anything that really stands out you know we i've i often say i've retro yet to regret the first dollar i spent traveling right. i enjoy yeah. traveling and my wife and i have very similar feelings about it which is great fortune too uh they've all been nice yeah. some i maybe liked a little more than others but they're just yeah uh, it's really you know when you're comparing like going somewhere uh uh, in the Andes and Chile and down there and and some you know maybe like in in Switzerland or something you know there's they're different but they're the same they're it's hard to compare but yeah. they've all been special to, for me right and like I said your wife loves it too so that, oh, that, much, that's yeah. great to do that together and travel uh-huh. and um, you know have those experiences with the good, good group of friends that you have and we do there are about a dozen of us that have traveled ex- pretty extensively together yeah well, I had one or two once in a while and one or two will not go but yeah. sure. Uh, any animals you haven't seen yet that you want to cross off the list and see? Um, no, I don't think You've so. You've seen most of them, yeah. I, I've friend, Friends who have been on safaris, and one of the things they keep telling me is that they can't believe how big hippos are in person. Well, and people realize hippos are maybe the most dangerous animal in, in Africa. More people are killed by hippos than lions. Really? Just because they move faster than you think, They're, they yeah they yeah. can they can you can't outrun them, yeah and you just got to be very careful about where they are. Uh, they're fairly passive if they don't feel threatened. So right. yeah, it's, I uh, I recently read uh, Matthew McConaughey's new book Green Lights, and he talks about going traveling and going into the you know into the woods and meeting people and totally going on his own uh, and just that experience of meeting you know native people or people wherever you're at in their place in their place of life and just seeing you know they have no idea what the outside world is like but the perspective you get from traveling the 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 safari thing is with in a uh, um, safari wagon Mm -hmm. the animals don't associate humans with it and they're they're around and they don't Uh don't pay attention I've really been sitting in an open safari wagon and a lion be sitting I probably could have petted it I yeah. wasn't about to but probably, <laughs> it was close enough to where I might could have yeah but you, you just you keep your limbs inside and don't right. step out and they they don't associate it yeah. that way so yeah don't bother me and I won't bother you yeah. you're in I mean you're in their backyard really aren't you you don't want to be mm-hmm. poking around and you know grabbing something and <laughs> 
you could lose a hand real quick. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's so cool to have those experiences and, and to kind of have that perspective and be able to, you know, when you come back home and, and you know, you go on travel and it, it, it's such a reset and it, when you travel and it's, especially going on a safari and, and seeing stuff like that, it, it puts life into perspective and mm -hmm. helps you make other decisions and helps you, you know, like I said, put things into perspective. You might come back and you might have to put out a few fires at work, but in the grand well, scheme of things, and sometimes when you've traveled around the world like that, it gives you more appreciation for home too. Mm. Yeah, and the people here too. Mm -hmm. That's one. I mean, I've said it many times. I love being here because everyone's so welcoming, and you know, it's um, one of the things. I meant talking to Regina earlier. She said that you know, what, and she said that you would never say this, but she did say that you were one of the best bosses she's ever had, and she this place is like a family. So I wanted to fit that in because she's like, you'll never say that. Um, but <laughs> well, uh, we try to act like family. That's here. what she said. That's exactly. And, and your son obviously said the same thing. And and it's you know you bring it back, and and everything centers around family and business, and you know you all work together in, in the same way. Uh, another thing that I want to mention is kind of the arts as well. You know, they kind of intertwine, right, with giving back the city and, and this, this Oklahoma City community loves the arts. Mm -hmm. The new Contemporary Arts Center looks fantastic. You know, Smith and Pickle did a great well, we job building it. We are involved with Oklahoma City Art Museum and have yeah. been for quite a while and, and enjoy doing it. In fact, we just this last week uh, went to the opening of the Pompeii exhibit, which was that's uh, kind of overwhelming. Is, uh, was Ed Rocher, is that Ed Rocher's one? Or was Ed, Ed was no, here recently? That's, that's the right? contemporary art. Okay, got gotcha. you. Which we're involved there somewhat too. But, but this but was the Pompeii. This, this is a, the new, new uh, museum presentation is okay. paintings Understood. from Pompeii. Wow. So they're, you know, the, the, the yeah. eruption was in 79 BC. So these do, yeah. they got preserved because they got encapsulated. And Oklahoma City is the only place in the United States that's receiving this. So it's, it's a wow. pretty special how, thing. Yeah. I mean, how, how does Oklahoma City get that over and New York, the, Houston, or wherever? I, I don't know that I can answer that other than just relationships yeah. and opportunities. That's fantastic. Have, have you been to Pompeii? I have. How was it? it it's, it's really kind of chilling because mm -hmm. you can, you can mm -hmm. see sometimes a house and a painting on the wall that was there then, but it was encapsulated so yeah. long that, that it was preserved. And, it's amazing. Uh, you know, some of the old roads down the middle of it, you can, you can see wagon wheel trenches down there that were... Yeah. Were, were, uh, wow. Before Christ's time. Right. So, yeah, it's... It, it, it's Overwhelming place to go to. Yeah. Uh, so so all of this stuff that, you know, like I said, we're not going to get to everything today because there is so much. And speaking to people that know you, you know, there's so much things that, that you have done and people might not even know that, that you're involved in them. But there's a lot of things you've done in this community and, and for this city. What are you excited for in the future? What's coming up this year? I mean, you mentioned going traveling soon, thankfully, that we're allowed to travel again. But, um, you know, developing new buildings, Oklahoma City is continuing to grow. You know, you, you don't strike me as someone who just wants to sit off and retire and on their rocking chair. Well, we, on their I, we joke around here a little bit. Yeah. People say, well, when are you going to retire? And I've said, well, I've been thinking about 85. And then yeah. I said, well, that may be a little close. I might have to rethink that. <laughs> yeah. But but I'm, is, is, I don't know if you noticed a while ago, we were looking at a, at a uh, new industrial uh, addition that we are presenting to the City Planning Commission next yeah. month. So. 
So, and that's just for a, just a new business coming in, or is that just it's not filled well, it, yet? It's, it's just it's a a several industrial lots that will build industrial buildings. Understood. On. But we've got to go in and make the presentation for the plant to the city, yeah. which shows what kind of street we're going to put in and where the utilities go and the size and okay. the relationship of the lots. And then once we get that approved by the city, then we yeah. we bring uh, utility and paving companies in to, to do the grading, paving, and utilities. Sure. And then, then after that, we'll start building the buildings on Yeah. And then just building, like I said, to rent out and, and get the attention of an Amazon or of whoever that wants to come in. I, I, and, you know, we have a wide variety of, yeah. of, uh, of uh, tenants. And we do we do sell some of them, but the mm-hmm. majority of them we, we uh, build and lease long term. So. Yeah. I mean, I get the get the feeling that you aren't going to retire anytime soon because this it, it keeps you alive, it keeps you ticking, well, I, keeps you you know on your toes. Yeah, you know, I, 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 for me at least, I think uh, mentally and physically, I'm better yeah. off. Yeah. Uh, you know, couch time isn't very good for you. Yeah. And I'm afraid if I retired, I'd do more of that than than I ought to. I do enough of it anyway, but right. I certainly don't want to do any more. <laughs> yeah, and, and daytime TV is terrible, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> There's enough junk on TV that will might put you to sleep anyway. Uh, well, is there anything that that when people ask you um, who you are, what do you do, and why do you do it? I think we've probably covered a lot of that already, and people listening can understand that you know clearly you love. You love traveling, uh, but the community impact is is probably takes front and center. And being in real estate and having community impact on a large scale, what do you want your legacy to be? Um, he was a pretty good guy. Yeah, that's enough. Yeah, is there anything that comes from down from dad, come from family that you know it's? Well, I had the good fortune of coming from a very strong family based family. Um, I don't know that I could imagine having better parents than I had. Yeah, luck of the draw, but and 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 grandparents and so on. It just I mm-hmm. I, I had great fortune in the in uh, the family that chose yeah. me. I guess. Uh, do you? I guess going to back to ranching. Do you wish more kids grew up on a ranch these days, outside of neighborhoods and out in the, out in the country? And well, one of the, one of the things that's kind of tragic in a way. Um, Kids don't really understand where some of their their meals come from. Um, you know, even like with with chicken dishes, a lot of times it's it's a filleted breast or something. Yeah. It doesn't have a bone in it, so they don't even understand. Right. Young child even doesn't even understand it comes from a chicken. And you know, I I think having a little bit more roots back would be nice, but I yeah. I don't think we're going that direction at all. Sadly, no. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I again, thank you so much for taking the time out to oh, share some stories. It. I know there's, like I said, that there's so much to uncover, uh, and you've done so much, and, and your name's probably not on all of it because, you know, it, it's not about that. It's not about you getting accolades for things and saying, oh, look at me, I did this, my name's on this building. It's just about community impact uh, and continuing to do that. With the urban renewal stuff that's coming yeah. on and going forward. Well, I, one of the things I kind of look at is I don't separate work and play. I okay. think I'm doing both most of the time. Yeah. And and you're clearly, I mean, that famous quote, right? You find something that you do and, mm-hmm. and you love doing and, and the, I'm, you never I'm feel like fortunate. work. I love doing what I do. Yeah. It doesn't happen to everybody. No doubt. And 
I mean, to the point of the planning stuff, you're excited for this to go through, right? I mean, there's that sense that, that you know, you still get that, probably that fizz and that buzz in you that's like, oh, yeah, we got it. Now we yeah. can go do this. And it starts again. And then you're on to the next project. Keep that carrot out in front of you. Yeah. Never. That's for, for people listening then that, that uh, I mean, I'm, I'm 30 years old, you know, that there's, there's people listening that are younger than me, that might be older than me, you know, you're still moving, you're still, you know, still staying active. Apart from keep that carrot out in front of you, is there any other advice you have for people? Do what you enjoy. Yeah. Find it. Okay. Awesome. Well, okay. for, thank you so much. This has been Certainly. awesome. Um, for everyone listening, I'll post, um, you know, I'll, I'll do as much research as I can, do as much digging and give you some more information on Dom, but I'll post the links to some of the website stuff and development stuff that he's done. And if you have any questions, reach out to me and we'll try our best to get us answered. But thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate Certainly. it. And uh, safe travels when you go. Thank you. Because I know you're looking forward to that. And hopefully, we know, it's been two years of not being able to go anywhere. So hopefully we hit the road soon but thanks so much for, for doing this and, and for everyone listening we'll catch you next episode cheers this podcast is presented by the Oklahoma Hall of Fame telling Oklahoma story through its people since 1927 for more information on the Hall of Fame go to www.oklahomahof.com and follow them on Instagram for daily updates at Oklahoma HOF also, huge shout out to RCB Bank for jumping on board to be a sponsor. RCB Bank's loan promotion is here for a limited time. Head into any of their 40 Oklahoma locations to get as low as 1.79 APR on your next car, boat, camper, or ATV. Apply online at rcbbank.com. RCB Bank, that's my bank. Rate and finance with approved credit. Restrictions apply and member FDIC. Huge shout out to my sponsors. Uh, thank you for listening. We'll catch you next episode. Cheers. Thank you for listening. We are inspired by those around us and hope that you are too. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review so we can keep telling your stories. For more great Oklahoma content, follow This Is Oklahoma on Facebook and Instagram.